Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Empire. The mental game is as important as the physical one. We have reports that are not just for those coaches, but we have an athlete report, a parent report that, so from the parent standpoint, I guess, it helps them understand maybe how to speak to their, their young athlete, how that athlete's motivated. That's Andy Priestley, co-founder and CEO of Riser, where the mindset of an athlete is being gauged. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. College sports entered a very complicated place a year ago with the emergence of name, image, and likeness laws that essentially allowed athletes to market themselves and not be in danger of losing a scholarship. That's the new, and it's a space Andy Priestley's company is engaged in. You'll hear about that. But there's also the old, athletic performance, and how certain mindsets differentiate the good from the great. Our guest this week is Andy Priestley, who's the co-founder and the CEO of Riser, R-Y-Z-E-R, which is a platform that deals with mindset of athletes, transfers, all sorts of recruiting options in collegiate and professional sports. Hey, Andy, how are you? Great to meet you. Yeah, I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Hey, tell us a little bit about Riser. What do you guys do? Yeah, so Riser was founded in 2006, and for the first decade, uh, we, we, we focused primarily on sports camps for college coaches with the goal of removing the tedious tasks that uh, allowed them to do what they do best, which is uh, coach kids. And so uh, additionally, with that, uh, helping with registration and the camp management, we would have a portal for those athletes and their parents to have an easy way to register, removing the paper process that was the way of, you know, in the mid-2000s, everyone would would pay via check and send in a uh, piece of paper to the coach. And so what we looked to do back then was put together this product that just uh, simplified the process for everyone. As you might imagine, in the last 15, 16 years, we've we've really uh, had to change our business and adapt as, as we've grown. Our audience is still um, parents, coaches, athletes, teams, athletic departments, at all levels now, uh, high school to pro. Our products have expanded. Where we still have our flagship event registration system that's used by those coaches, parents, and athletes. Um, in a given year, around 25,000 youth events will um, use our system, use our platform. That can be anything from an instructional event for a young child to a college showcase or a combine. For the, from the athlete side, our, our alert system it helps match that athlete with a relevant event based on where they're at in their athletic life cycle. And of course, and as you kind of mentioned, we have our Riser Mindset product. That's one that we brought on just a few years ago where we partnered with Dr. Robert Troutwine, who founded this amazing athletic mindset um, business in the, in the early uh, 1980s. Started working with the Chiefs back in the day and um, lucky enough to meet him and 
form a, a partnership that turned into us acquiring his uh, trout wine athletic profile, the TAP, as we call it. But it's famous for being used by Bill Belichick and the Patriots for the past 20 plus years. Um, he's had the last three Super Bowl champions and using a variety of professional and uh, professional sports. And we're taking it down to the high school and college level. Okay. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, what can you share about the mindset program? Yeah. So the mindset assessment, it's about hundred questions also has a timed exercise. It discovers, I, I heard it best. Um, I heard it best described by an NFL scout only a year or so ago. He said, we like it because it, it tells us what's in the heads and hearts of athletes. And I thought that was just a really great way of, of uh, kind of painting that what, what we look to do. Um, so it's been given at the NFL Combine since the mid-1980s. Dr. Troutwine for years would go and would manually administer it to athlete after athlete, one-on-one, with paper, pencil. There was a handful that he would do verbally. Um, but when we met him, we, he was already in the process of getting this electronic and online and making it something that didn't have to be manually administered. Um, so what it does is it, it scores the 12 key performance traits that um, Dr. Troutwine has proven over the years are are, are indicators of, of athletic success. Things like mental toughness, composure, grit. Um, it's, it's what it's most known for. It, it, it rates those on a, on a one to on a zero to one hundred scale. It also has, it does player comparisons. So if you've ever coached a, a uh, group of players, and then you have a new crop coming in. So let's say you're a, a pro coach and you're looking at prospects. Um, that you've been scouting, they take the, the tap, it will show them and compare, it'll compare them to uh, any athlete you've coached in the past. So that in theory, if you like athlete A um, and you coach them for years, this, this other person is, is a 92% match to them, you're going to really like athlete B. And uh, of course, vice versa, if you, you didn't enjoy coaching a given athlete, this uh, next athlete, if they're very similar, they may not be a, a good fit for you as well. So a um, whole lot of features in there, a custom fit rating, which is real popular, where our coaches will um, rate the athletes they've coached in the past. And then it uses an, uh, artificial intelligence to learn what the coach is specifically liking. Uh, we don't ask the coach for what they're liking about a given athlete, but our, our system then looks for commonalities. And, um, well, maybe that maybe a given coach really likes someone who has a, a high uh, risk tolerance for uh, high confidence, or it can be any, it can be anything. Actually, sometimes you find where coaches like, um, athletes that are low in some of these areas for whatever reason, but, um, the system plays that out and, and then it, it, it makes uh, recommendations based on the information that it, that it gleans. So it, does this kind of root out desire that this helps you find out if this is someone who actually loves the sport and is not treating it like a job? Is that the purpose of it? Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get into you can definitely get into some of that, and that's that is always tough. I will say that um, that that is one spot where again we work with about five five sometimes I think we six this year NFL teams. Um, we help them in that scouting process going into the draft, and that is definitely one thing that that they will look to to root out for sure is is in scouting versus um, maybe recruiting on the college level. Scouting is about elimination more than it's about discovery. Right. I mean, we already know who the prospects are coming in. And so you're, you're looking for those types of things to see is, is there, are there some uh, flags here? Are there some red flags that we should look at? Is, and, and if, and if the tap um, can help identify those, that's just one, definitely one um, area in which we look to um, 
help our coaches with is, is to try to, uh, we use a traffic light system. So keep it nice and simple huh. so that our coaches can quickly look at when all these prospects will test about 600 at the, the NFL, um, through, through the NFL draft that's upcoming. And uh, so they obviously a green light with various versions of a plus sign that we can add on to that if, if they're really strong. So you can get up to three pluses. A yellow light will start to tell us some of the things that you're talking about right there, what you're asking about with, of course, a red light, meaning you better be real certain that you like this person because from our standpoint, there's some risks involved. Um, so, yeah, it definitely looks for the desire, but it, 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 it's um, I wouldn't paint it with just that brush. Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's get back into some of the other things that you're doing, like the um, the help with the event management and the camps. We've had a very unusual last couple of years. Can you kind of talk about just generally sports and events and camps amid a pandemic? Yeah, that's been really tough, as you might imagine. And so um, you hear people talk about businesses and how businesses um, enjoy stability and certainty. And there has been no certainty in the last two years, not just for businesses like ours, but for the teams, for the parents, for the athletes, for the coaches, uh, the, the certainty, the stability has not been there. And so, yeah, of course it all hit for us, just like it did for everyone else in, in mid-March of 2020. We had already been taking registrations for thousands of events. We had many summer events already sold out at some big universities. And uh, when when the pandemic came, we all had to adapt, um, which is one actually one feature that mindset breaks on that, that scale of one to 100. If we look at adaptability, uh, because it's important in every aspect of life, especially athletics. But as far as the, as far as the events went, we had to adapt very, very quickly. We had to issue a lot of refunds. We had to um, we updated our our um, return policies, our refund policies. We we worked with our coaches to try to just basically keep these open lines of communication to be able to, to do what was best for them, but to also be able to do what was best for those registrants. And it's something that even now today, as we sit here and, and we look to the, the summer 2022 camp season, um, there, there should definitely be one. We, 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 we strongly believe that, that this is a, a good opportunity. Without these camps, the kids weren't able to be seen. These, these, these prospective athletes weren't able to be seen. Um, that really hurt from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, and for, at the younger youth level, the instructional camps, there was a lot of instruction and, and just kind of base knowledge and given sports that was essentially they lost a year. You see that on the courts and the fields today. And, uh, um, you know, there's still a lot of uncertainty. A lot of rules continuously change at these universities as far as COVID guidelines. But we're trending in the right direction. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Let's get into some modern recruiting because I'm curious just your take on all this stuff since you started this 16 years ago and here it is today and we're in a very different world in recruiting. How do you guys look at the transfer portal as it has become a massive, massive touch point in collegiate sports? Yeah, that's uh, that has really been a game changer, hasn't it? Um, so just in the last couple of years, you've seen so many changes. I've mentioned adaptability, not just for us again, but, but for, for the schools and the athletes and the transfer portal and, and the rule changes around it have, have been a great example. Um, it's uh it's been a, it's been a complete game changer. So what we what we have seen there is we've got a couple of great partners in the, in the industry that um, have some really nice transfer portal products that we have actually blended our mindset product into um, through through integrations. And when you see these athletes hit the transfer portal for the for, for the first time in many of their lives, they're they're really out on their own. When you humanize it a bit, when they when they were in high school, they always had their high school coaches and counselors and such in their corner and pushing for them and helping them navigate that, looking at that next college, you know, or that college that they might attend. When they're in college, they had that college support staff around them and all the, the good um, the support that they're able to give that college athlete. But as soon as their name hits that transfer portal, they're essentially, you know, and it's probably not the, the greatest term to use, but they're essentially a free agent and they're out there uncommitted to essentially a team at all. And so this is, this is the first time for many of them in a long time that, that they're kind of on, that they might be out on their own. So um, we invite everyone when they hit the transfer portal. Right now we're doing it just for football. We're in the process of ramping this up to, to get to all the sports. But we, we invite them to take our mindset assessment, um, typically within an hour or two of them entering the portal through our partnerships. And then our college coaches that use our platform, which depending on the sport is you know, roughly a third of the college programs out there, then they're able to get a fresh look at these athletes and see, are they stronger now from where they were when they were coming out of high school and, and maybe a good fit for their team or, or are there things that, um, that they need to improve on? And at the college level, different than the scouting level of the pro, we're looking for, to help, help identify more of, uh, where surprises could be because everyone's going to have areas for improvement, but we want to eliminate those surprises so that the coaching staffs and schools can set up the proper tools and, and processes in place to help every one of these student athletes when they're transferring in who knows what they've been through at their previous school but to, but to put a support system around them that will give them the best chance to succeed when they get to that school is there any inverse of that where athletes are looking at the schools themselves that they could get information about what would be the right fit for them as they make these types of decisions um not not specifically but a big part of what the platform which those athletes understand themselves better. Um, it ha- we have reports that are not just for those coaches, but we have an athlete report and a parent report that, so from the parent standpoint, I guess, it helps them understand maybe how to speak to their, their young athlete, how that athlete's motivated, how to, how to talk to them in, in times of uh, coming off of a, a big, maybe a big failure, a big loss. And for the athlete themselves, a lot of it is is discovery for them. I mean, I, I don't. I, a lot of these folks don't maybe self reflect um, a, a ton. And so, what 
our assessment does and specifically that athlete report afterwards is it's going to help them kind of uncover some things and maybe think about some things that they maybe didn't realize that they put importance on, which maybe indirectly would help them when they're looking in the, in the um, evaluation of schools and coaches. All right. So let's, let me ask you a broad question since you started this in 2006 and here we are in 2022, how are athletes different now than they were back then? Really good question. Um, we, course test that um one of the stats that we've seen one of the trends that we've seen which had been a bit concerning and i know we have this published out on our on our website is when we test those 500 to 600 athletes leading up to the nfl combine every year one of the things that we've seen is a, is a dramatic drop in mental toughness over the past 10 years and it was pretty consistent and that, you know, you can dive into what the reasons for that may be. And of course, not just this over 10 years. So you can't just point to something like COVID. This is actually mainly pre-COVID. But the, but, but the mental toughness, and we've talked to a number of NFL and college folks about this as well, that they, they can kind of echo that, the ones that have been around for quite a while. And so um, we have seen a drop there. And what will be interesting to see as we go forward is watching the impact of of COVID and these these situations that these athletes have been in, I'm curious to see if that actually may increase some of the mental toughness types of characteristics and traits that we look at because they've had to overcome so much. Um, I mean, I hear a lot about how the the stats so far, not through us, but more general stats are about how youth or depression, anxiety, those types of things are are surging because of COVID. And I know that lots of stats about school closures and all those things and what that does from a learning standpoint. Um, But I'll be really, you know, we won't know the answer to this for years and years, but I will be interested to see because I am, I'm I'm impressed, I guess, hopeful that these athletes will actually be able to, and these young, not even just athletes, these young students will be able to see this and grow through this and overcome these challenges and, and maybe in the end, make them stronger. Can, can you expand on that a little bit? What do you mean by you're seeing a drop in mental toughness? Like in what way are you seeing that? Well, we, we literally measure mental toughness. That is one of the stats that our um, CAP, um, Troutline Athletic Profile measures. And so we, that is one of the characteristics that we test for. So the numbers show from our, from our test that mental toughness of is, has gone down pretty steadily over the last 10 years. Um, you know, as we're getting ready for the combine this year, this will be the uh, well, last year, I guess they did not, uh, we weren't at the combine last year. There was no mental testing. Everything was um, done electronic. So we, we, we tested all of our players electronically. Um, same thing will happen again this year, but as we're preparing to um, test these soon to be NFL athletes, yeah, we'll see if that, that trend continues, if it does continue to drop. But, yeah, our, our stats um, show pretty clearly that mental toughness has huh. gone down. That's interesting. Are, are you seeing this in the younger athletes, too? I assume you are. The high school kids heading into college as well, That that's correlating there? Or are you just seeing this as they enter into a professional marketplace? Well, I'm speaking specifically to the professional you know, or leading up to the professional. So yeah. these are who we're testing in this is a high-end college athlete right. about to become a professional. Um, but, you know, a lot of times that does start down at those lower levels. 
I know I can just, you know, it's speculation on my part to say why those things would happen. But, I mean, you could come up with quite a number of different scenarios that may may have an impact. I mean, you hear about, um, you know, the, the trophy generation of everybody wins. You hear about, you know, uh, helicopter parenting. You hear about just a lot of these types of maybe maybe general ideas that have um made it, you know, they just some, maybe in some cases some over involvement uh, of parents, you know. Uh, and again, theories, that's not, we, I, I can't speak to specifically what has maybe caused that, but our stats have definitely shown that on that upper mm-hmm. college level going into the pro level. That's interesting. Andy Priestley is the CEO and the co founder of Riser. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. On the next Future Sport podcast, How about putting AI in the hands of not only the odds makers, but the better? You get to have complete control over what you think decides the game. It's simple as a drop-down menu. You pick those stats. um, You basically hit analyze and project. And at that point, the artificial intelligence does everything else. That's Mike Yam, NFL Network anchor and reporter who founded Pine Sports, a company that he believes will even the playing field for the savvy sports bettors. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.